0: This, the Chad and Cheese podcast, brought to you in partnership with TA Tech. TA Tech, the Association for Talent Acquisition Solutions. Visit tatech.org. Hide your kids, lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous, dangerous podcast. podcast. Chad Soash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right, right where, it where it hurts. hurts. Complete with breaking news, rash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Okay, Joel, quick question. Yep. What happens when your phone vibrates or your texting alert goes off? <laughs> Dude, I pretty much check it immediately.
1: And I bet everyone listening is reaching to check their phones right now. <laughs> yeah, I know. I call it our Pavlovian dog reflex to text messaging. Yeah, that's probably why text messaging has a freaking 97% open rate. What? Crazy high candidate response rate within the first hour alone.
0: Which are all great reasons why the Chad and Cheese podcast love yeah. text to hire from Next. Love it. Yep, that's right. Next with the double X not the triple X. Boom, chicka, bow, wow. So if you're in
1: talent acquisition, (laughs) you want true engagement and great ROI. That stands for return on investment, folks. And because this is the Chad and Cheese podcast, you can try your first text-to-hire campaign for just 25% off.
0: Boom. So how do you get this discount? You're asking yourself right now. Tell them, Chad. It's very simple. You go to chadcheese.com. And you click on the next logo in the sponsor area. Easy. No long URL to remember. Yeah. Just go where you know. ChadCheese.com and next with two X's.
1: All right. Hey, guys. We are here live on site for the first time ever. Live. With uh, startup Phenom, Phenom Canvas. Here in beautiful downtown Indianapolis. I think it's 20 degrees and flurries uh, coming down. So wherever you are, it's probably better than where we are (laughs) weather-wise. Quick introduction, Amon Brar, if I say that correctly. Say hi, Amon. Perfect
2: hi, Amon Brar with Canvas. Amon
1: Brar. Like there almond joy, almond almond Brar. Yes. Uh and unfortunately with us as always is Chad of the Chad uh, and Cheese Show. Hello,
0: I keep uh, pointing at stuff. If you're on, if you were on Twitter, you could actually see what I was pointing at. But got uh, a beautiful view here downtown Indianapolis.
1: We have a total of zero viewers on Twitter right now. Okay. I can see from the, uh, the, the live cast. I always do. Yeah, it. we'll we'll share that in the uh, in the that show. So nice. anyway, um, next exclusive. Yep. Two X's. Make sure they always remember that. Um, not triple X. Not triple X, yes. which we we told them would have more traffic. They should but have they, bought they it. They failed to listen it. to there us. There is a church
2: right behind you. They, should have, yeah. just, That's, they should have <laughs> bought
1: it. it. Yeah, which is fantastic. <laughs> it looks like a hat. Yes. Okay. Churches <laughs> yeah. and the uh, the psychology or psychiatry office is right next to us. So Chad and I will probably be checking into that after the show. But um, let's get into it. Yeah. Love the name. What's up with the URL? Could you not get something better than gocanvas.io? Yeah,
2: hey, you know, I would say <laughs> thus thus far with our inbound lead traffic, it's working just fine.
1: It's cool, working just so. fine.
0: Now, is that, like, is that SEO traffic or are you having a lot of direct people actually? We get actually? a lot of direct through the really? media
2: and so forth. Now, I would say... Um, Look, I think every startup's got trade-offs to make, right? Yes. And uh, Canvas.com was just at this point
1: a little... Probably different. taken, the dot-com. Uh, well,
2: assume it's taken. Yeah. We, you know, we own a bunch of iterations of, of getting lots, right? And so as we kind of tested and, and figured things out, that's one that we, we rolled with. So that's where we are right now. But you know, you're not
1: changing the name. We're not changing the name. Of the but company. if canvas.com comes up for sale, you might explore might if it's reasonable. Dollars. Five <laughs> or six dollars. Yeah, Fair no, enough. I think,
2: look, ultimately, uh, uh, we, we, certainly URL optimization is always a thing we can look into. We own a lot of variants. Uh, this was uh, the one out of the gate. We wanted to build a durable brand for the long term. Yeah. And, and decided, look, if we have to make some short term URL trade offs. We will. Um, and so that's, that's sort of we did get. We own the we own the trademark for Canvas in the HR and recruiting space. So yeah. um, you
1: know, so look, that's that's going to be. The... So now that the hardball question is yeah. out of the way, yeah, wait a um, man, I'm not um, done. I, no, wait, oh, no. you're not done. So, we so, should so, get an introduction so, so, from yeah, him yeah, yeah, yeah. at some yeah. point about what we'll, we'll Canvas does. We'll okay, we'll, we'll get, get to that next.
0: So, so I mean, you guys have to be doing like a shitload of SEO to be able to try to get that that because canvas is obviously just a, a regular turner yeah, yeah. Uh, and and I mean if you do a search it's really hard to find you've got to have like canvas text yeah. recruiting yeah, it's true. Just, so I mean brand means so much yeah, yeah. and that's you got to spend a lot of money on yeah, brand right and yeah. and you guys aren't in and you, and you can't at this point do the indeed and zip recruiter. Yeah commercials out the yin-yang, right? So what do you guys do to actually just embed that brand?
2: Yeah. Uh, So A, we're not spending a lot on SEO. There's probably lemonade stands and food trucks and towns than we are. But I do think, you know, uh, two things we've done incredibly well sharing our story through our media and that that's been you know really really good for us uh, and then also just you know word of mouth has been really strong for us yeah uh you know i would say just people sharing stories about us on linkedin generates traffic so you know we're certainly uh just to be clear I mean, seo for sure is part of the story mm-hmm. sem is not part of the story right now so i think we're very content conscious you know we're we're writing and distributing material and um and happy where we are on that journey and i think as we continue to grow, we'll probably spend more there, right, on the SEM side and SEO side. But right now, there, are, there are, you know, that's the what the, the thing about, about startups is it's a world filled with infinite trade-offs, right? Yeah. We're making them every day, and uh, we decided to go all in on a long-term, durable brand, and uh, we could have called ourselves like, you know, uh, Yellow
1: Toilet Brush and, and you know, Booger Text.
0: Uh, right? <laughs> Booger Text and, <laughs> and, and dot and, dot yeah, io. <laughs> You know, yeah, go we, text. He always makes fun of like JobBoard.io. He calls yeah. it JobBoardio. Yeah, JobBoardio. You know? yeah, right. right, yeah. totally. So anyway. Yeah. And, you so, know,
2: in, in, the, in the scheme of things, uh, you know, .io is where we landed.
1: Yeah. Okay, so, so let's back intro. up. Intro. Yeah. Yes. Let's do an intro. M- agree, most people, our listeners out there, don't know yeah. Canvas from Carpentry or whatever, and they Um, should. So, give us the elevator pitch. Uh, What do you do, and why should our listeners care? Yeah, we
2: launched June thirteenth. It's world's first space interviewing platform. So you can uh, screen candidates at the top of the funnel, uh, continue to engage with them, like many other you know products will allow you to do as well. Uh, And then we got some really unique features to you know de-identify candidates and resumes, etc. So we're really excited about just the power tools that we've built uh, into the platform.
1: So i I really enjoy your past. Because it's it's steeped in rich tradition of text messaging. Yeah. Um, give us a little bit about cha-cha and your your sort of experience way back yeah, yeah. with text messaging.
2: So you know one of the you know, secrets to Canvas is that many people here on the team were part of a, a, you know, a you know, really kind of a text-based startup darling about 10 years ago called, called Chacha. We became one of the prominent text entities you know in the US. We're right up there in traffic with the Twitters of the world, etc. Had our 15 minutes of fame, mm-hmm. if you will. But we launched as a Ask Anything service uh, to 242242, 242, 242. Uh, And the game plan there, which we did largely uh, succeed on many elements of this, was while it started off being completely human-powered, right? So you'd ask you know who won the 84 world series and we'd serve up that quite that answer Uh, we were able to layer in natural language processing and some other interesting Mm -hmm. things so we could re-serve those answers so you know over time a bigger percentage every day of those answers that were being served were not being researched again Mm -hmm. right and so you can certainly you know see parallels in our strategy when it comes to recommended you know questions and and answers Mm -hmm. and so forth in in the recruiting game so that was a bit of our story We, We you know the company launched out of sundance uh, had an incredible amount of success, structured some deals with ATT. And then ultimately, uh, you know, macroeconomics uh, macro kind of shifted, moved into more of an app economy, uh, and the company you know, kind of fizzled and, and didn't quite. I get over the hump but uh you know i did do it all over again if i could
1: was, what percentage of phones were feature phones back back in 07 huge huge percentage over 80 percent 90 percent. yeah
2: um and there's a lot of you know, a lot of interesting demographic learnings you know we had and why we thought you know the time was right you know as you're seeing four companies to be launching in the tech space or have launched already right but you had um you know obviously teams and tweens that were really latching on to techs but one right. of the things that people don't get is the uh, the second Fastest adopter of texting ten years ago were moms, right? And so now you've had you know a pretty decent population of people that have grown up with texting and engaged with their children through texting, and, right. um, and now certainly it, you know it's it's everywhere. But you know the, the story of Chacha was about how do you reserve these answers that we had mm-hmm. researched, and we were able to go cut some interesting deals. Mm-hmm you know, in that space and then ultimately, you know, uh, you know, I, I really think it was, uh, probably more of a timing issue than anything around the company.
1: Pretty story. sure Chad's mom got upset about the number of text voting that he did back in the yeah, American that's Idol days by, yeah, right, that's it, yeah, with that's his, right. uh, Motorola yeah. razor <laughs> So like
2: Zach, Zach, you know, John built a lot of the core application and Zach was actually part of the, he built
1: the ad engine and ran out of analytics there, so it's huh? just a, it's a, He's, just he's pointing at the crackpot yeah, tech, tech the team the crackpot, here at Canvas. Yeah, so you'll, you'll
0: see us pointing on, on Twitter. But
1: we're surfing domain names on GoDaddy right now as we speak. <laughs>
2: yeah. so, 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 GoCanvas.io, t- we're yeah,
1: yeah, sticking it to it. it. GoCanvas.io. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, IO, that's it. That's no. right.
0: um, so, talk about the transition. You, what you learned from, from Cha Cha and bringing it over to Canvas, because it seems like there's a ton of. Really, not just technology, but experience that you could port over into town acquisition. Because Chacha had nothing to do with town acquisition. Yeah, true,
2: zero percent. Yeah, I think I would say this this has been a thread through many parts of my career, Mm -hmm. uh, including Chacha. But you know, I was at the the country's first DSL broadband company in Silicon Valley. Very eco to be successful, you had to play within the ecosystem, Mm -hmm. right? You know, cha-cha to be successful we, you know back then there wasn't totally we were out there negotiating relationships with carriers directly right so i mean you had to be you had to figure out how to be successful in the ecosystem <clears throat> then the team much of the team here we, we built and scaled a cloud computing management company apparatus you know from a local company national we required for um by a global company so we all of a sudden are managing 1500 people um and again that was enterprise it integration again an ecosystem play so, I think the thing, maybe the common thread as far as I think our ability to have such the, the fast start that we've had mm-hmm. in the HR ecosystem is mm-hmm. that we've, we've always understood that ecosystems are important, right? And I think what we did right, even in the way our software is engineers, is like you know, our, our um, uh, integration layer has sat outside of our core platform since before we had a product or a partner, you know? So, we just yeah. designed it the right way from the beginning. So, it's making our ability to play with others. Easy. So I think if there's anything that's been a common thread through the success this team's had, it's like you know, understanding that more often than not, you're gonna be successful because you were part of an ecosystem that was having success, right? And that, right. that's sort of the approach that we took. Now there's no doubt we understand texting, we understand you know, a lot of the, the yeah. technologies. You know, John understands scale in a way that very few people are, are gonna understand with his experience at Chacha, and then have with the email at Salesforce. Mm. So um, I think all those things serve us well because we, we get you know, high input-output, you know, situations from the get-go, and we, we have a deep understanding of data through the many parts
1: of our careers. You mentioned when we were talking before uh, the show about the the sort of resources and money that it would have taken to build, and you just sort of mentioned it briefly, building actual relationships with the carriers and yeah. whatnot before Twilio came along. Yeah. Um, some would view that as a, a threat. Yeah. I mean, is is Canvas' business, is this easy to recreate um, and I guess a deeper question is, is text messaging a feature, or is it really a standalone product?
2: Um, so I think uh, let me tell you that the secret to Canvas is we're out to capture the world's interviewing information, right? That, that's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. First logical place for us to extend to that was was with text messaging. Um so we think you know if you if you look at how do most people communicate today and it, it's really text centric, you know, wouldn't that support the thesis that you could be a standalone product in that space? I think, I think you know, Exact Target proved that with email to the tune of a two and a half billion dollar exit, right? So I think there's not bad, yeah, not bad right? So not I think bad. there's some legs there. Um, and one of the things, uh, uh, if you think about like the data story, right? Um, and, you know, you look at like a Salesforce and an Exact Target that that's near and dear to here. You know, really, Exact Target's the company that brought rich data to the table about about customers, mm-hmm. right? And if you think about how much data we're probably collecting per day about a candidate versus, you know, let's take an ATS provider, collecting that data. I, mean, yeah. I think there's a really rich, compelling data story that shouldn't be overlooked. Uh, when you think about you know, the kind of work that Canvas and other companies like it
0: are, are doing. Well, that, that being said, so TA today, and, and with all these systems and, and I mean, talent acquisition, they have so many gaps, so many systems gaps, so many process gaps, um, they have issues all over the place. Why is this one of the most important issues that they should really focus on? And how do you actually get their attention? Because they're, I mean, their hair's on fire yeah. with all the issues that they have that, that yeah. they're dealing with.
2: Yeah, you know, it's it's been surprising. I, I, I've i actually been encouraged by the adoption we're seeing from what I'd call not traditional early adopters. Yeah. When we first launched, and there's no doubt we still see this, that kind of traditional crossing the chasm adoption curve, right, the early adopters, the innovators, <laughs> early adopters. And I thought, you know, that's probably the part of the market we're playing in for a few years, then I'd say what we have is these traditional businesses that are out of answers, right? And they're just searching and seeking. And you're seeing this, I bet, as you're talking to folks. And so we've been quite surprised at, I think, the willingness of companies who, you know, might be considered more traditional companies, but they've been just bumping their head into the wall for so long that something fresh or interesting and you comes along, that they're willing to go say, hey, let's go, let's go give this you know, a shot, you know, we were with a client yesterday and she said, you know, of our recruiters using this, you know, this is the one that, there's one over here that told me, you know, there's just no way I'm gonna text my candidates. And uh, she begrudgingly got on it and uh, she said, look, you know, she goes on it, it's amazing, I got an email today from, you know, ex-candidate saying, of ex-recruiter uh, saying, you know what, I gotta say, this is amazing and like the response rates I get are amazing and so, you know, I think it's about getting it in, in people's hands um, and I, I've actually found um, you know, there to be a fair amount of open-mindedness. Yeah. Uh, more so than not, now look, let's let's be honest, like it's it's not so different than what we just lived through with cloud computing in our last company. And I'll, I think where we've got work to do is in kind of middle management, right? Mm-hmm. And, and we're, 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 we kind of look at that as so our opportunity to help educate middle management at these companies because companies have made progress getting more innovative VPs of talent, right? Like we're seeing new people in that realm, they're rising to the top, they're innovative, they're getting a seat at the table. We're seeing talent professionals coming out of college, right, like, understanding this, this way that they might want to communicate or engage, um, and there's this maybe middle management layer that's still trying to figure out how to make sense of this world. Well, right. let me walk through this analogy. It's no different than when we were selling cloud technologies and seeing a CTO going, want to be in the cloud, seeing a developer come out of college saying, I want to use the cloud, and seeing a director of infrastructure going, I'm not sure sir, about the cloud, right? I mean, it's yeah, the same yeah, story all yeah, over yeah, again, and, yeah, yeah. and disruption oftentimes looks <clears throat> like a barbell. You actually get... Yeah. More interest at the top and bottom and it's this middle part that you have to work through and I think that's where you know we spend a lot of time educating and working through folks so you know it's not just is a company interested it's really inside that company there are just people and these people have different levels of either fear or excitement right. when it comes to technology
1: but you think that they text every day yes. so that how do you not put together the pieces to say why aren't we texting candidates in the same way that I'm texting my wife Correct. about what's for dinner yeah, has they, it surprised you that it's taken this long for a little bit you know. but
2: I also would say that when we when we work through these moments and and you, you know that you see the light bulbs go off and um, you know it's so, so yeah I mean you're, you're, you're right it is surprising that sometimes you can't make the leap um, but I think as you work through tying those things together there, mm. there tends to be some open-mindedness there um, uh, and, and you're, you're not going to want them all right I mean, so people right now that say there's no way we're going to use the cloud for our, you know, right. whatever. I mean, that's yeah. still going to happen, right? Yeah. You know, and so we'll, we'll yeah. but one by one, we'll continue to.
0: to get. That's the general market downtown, yeah. yeah. And back to the ecosystem, I think part of it is, you know, like,
2: you, you know, we're talking about anything off limits. So I was like, no, because like, it does take the ecosystem to lift all the boats, right? To the, the tide mm-hmm. to lift all the boats. Mm-hmm. So I actually think that, you know, competition and interest and companies doing really new things in the space is good for everybody, quite frankly. It's a big market
0: out there. Big, massive market. A few phones out there. it, It is. But as you talk about all this, what is the main pinpoint problem you're trying to help talent acquisition really get by? The solution... And really, how's that going to impact them from a dollars and cents standpoint? Yeah, look, I
2: think one of the, the pieces from the beginning uh, is that, it, you know, let's let's just think about the notion of inventory for a recruiter, right? Yeah. It's time, right? That's, yeah. that's what your inventory is. And you can live in a world today where you're going to schedule your four to six phone screens and that those are going to be the meaningful uh, moments with another human that you have today. Yeah. Or you can get on a platform like Canvas and do it with 40 to 60 people a mm-hmm. day, right? So you kind of, and, and here's an interesting thing. When you put it in like, you know, betting's always kind of fun. So if you were to say to anybody, they were, they were they were hesitant about leveraging texting, and you said, okay, cool. Don't buy the product, but here's what we're gonna do. Um, the goal is you're gonna go have a meaningful conversation with 100 candidates today, okay? Um, you need to use your, your black Cisco telephone with a red button on it, on the table, <laughs> and I'm going to use Canvas. Do you want to take the bet? Do you want to take the bet? No one will take that bet, because yeah. when they really look at it right now, they stare at it, they go, gosh, there's no way I can win that race. It's impossible. It's not even fair to, yeah. to try that race, right? And so,
0: so you're—I mean—you're empowering really recruiters to be more efficient. Yes. And and I mean, this is this is very focused on the tactical play of day-to-day recruiters, right? right? Yeah. So. Um, when it comes down to just that conversation, we see it's it's obviously text, yeah. and it's also chat, Facebook Messenger, totally those yeah. types of things. So 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 why Canvas versus uh, some of the other products that are out there that are not just, I mean, are you more than text-based? And why put it in the hands of a recruiter when I can have AI do it? Well, but you can't have AI
2: do it. You yeah. can't go to that grocery store across the street right now and buy a can of Campbell's soup without somebody staring at the forecasters and you, saying, look, you cannot buy Campbell's hey, soup with 100%
0: accurate. Amazon Go, wait a minute. Right, Amazon Go, they're <laughs>
2: right? So, so the, the problem is, it's like what we believe, yeah. right? And you'll you'll see us not market AI and ML much, but it's that is what is doing the magical stuff behind the scenes in the software. So when you're a recruiter and someone asks a question and the system presents you the answer to that question, you're like, oh, that's cool, Did you want to, it's says suggested response, do you want to send that? Like, Actually, I do want to send that. Click, I'll do that, right? So so we believe in it, but we believe in it side by side, uh-huh. enabling recruiters to become like symphony conductors, right? And then there's certainly, like, you can do, you know, our machine learning-based screening process. It's completely automated. delivers a prospect to the recruiter. The prospect looks at that, decides if they want to continue the conversation <coughs> as a human. All yeah. that stuff's in the software. But you're very confused. So
1: Canvas today will say, okay, restaurant or grocery store across the street, are you 18 or older? Can yes. right now. Are yeah, you a U.S. A, citizen? Not yet. even if you can
2: say, yep, yeah. You don't you know, understand. <laughs> okay. All right. Probabilities.
1: So there, there is somewhat of yeah, an automation oh, yeah, 100%, 100%. Par, portion of the, the product. 100%. Um, um, uh,
2: both, both for a truly automated experience as uh-huh. well as what I call this machine-assisted experience. Both right. are in the product
1: today. So what's your opinion of the, the Mias, the Olivias, the you know the Hellos? The, companies, like that, the companies that are touting AI. like recruiter, human-free, Yeah. We'll do the whole thing. Are you skeptical of those solutions, well, or I, I, do you think,
2: think? Look, these are smart people in good companies working on interesting. Products. Some of them, some yes. Of them. So, <laughs> but, but, if, but if you if you pay attention, uh, if you pay attention, um, I think it's I think you know it's like the HBO. You know, HBO is trying to fund Netflix. Netflix is trying to become HBO. Well, I think if you think about it, right? If you look at uh, some of those technologies you mentioned, they can go take a very narrow cast of a candidate type. And they're going to you know automate the heck out of that 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 one type of candidate, right? Yeah. Whereas today, six months after launch, seven months after launch, we've got everything from machinists, welders, process engineers, sales professionals, mortgage analysts, pilots, physicians, air crew, nurses, physical therapists, like you know, the, the breadth of conversational data that we have, you can't touch it. You cannot touch what we're capturing when it comes to insights around questions and answers from our library, when it comes to breadth, right? And so I just think it's a question of a narrow focused AI or a more, um, you know, maybe harmonious machine and and human mm. type of enablement system that, that we're building. And I think both have a need in the marketplace, right? And I think it's no surprise that we're dealing with a lot of companies that hire, you know, not just retail and not just um, uh, light industrial, but, you know, professional staff, right, um, out there. And so um, I think it's just kind of like... Uh, you, what's the right tool for the right job? right? And I think there's there's more than enough room mm-hmm. for, for all those companies. So their goal for those companies would be, how do I become wider over time? right? Yeah. My goal is, uh, we've got all this data, how do we start automating slices of it over time? You really think about it, we're just approaching a similar problem from two different angles. And I think it's the ecosystems that require all of the above uh-huh. to really solve the problem at the end of the
0: day. So what about, what? okay, so you talk about that data, and you guys have transcripts. Yes. right? right. Which is, I, I think, amazing from the standpoint of and we talked about this, I think, uh, on the on the Honet firing Hornet, squad yeah. earlier. Yeah, so um, that information is amazing because there's always this he said she said thing right. that's happening, and you have all that information. Is that something that you port over into? I mean, you just use an API, pop it into the the ATS, so they yeah, have that yeah. system.
2: Yeah, we're super supportive of the ATS as the system of record. That's exactly mm-hmm. how it works today. And even if you were on some old antiquated ATS, let's just say that you. You know, it's got a monochromatic green screen. We might we, still find a way to get in there. You can download it, you know, export it, put it in. But that's exactly right. And so the problem we were trying to solve there, and all this is just learnings from our past when we were scaling the last company. companies. We had so many conversations where a wonderful recruiter, they're busy, they walk over, talk to Sally today. It was a great conversation. You really ought to interview her. And that's like what you get, it's right? It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. And in our world, it's like, talk to Sally today. Check out this amazing... Uh, you know, a uh, transcript, and you're like, well, I actually do want to interview so That sounds amazing. Or, you know what? Could you dig in here a little bit before I go spend an hour of very valuable kind of hiring manager time before yeah. you dig in? And that was really the premise there. And I will tell you, I've said this since pre launch, I said to launch, we have 50 more features now. My favorite feature is still transcripts. I actually think that's, you know, still my, even when I, when I demo now, I say, by the way, my favorite feature transcripts. All this other, all the bells and whistles and all the machine learning and all that stuff transcripts in and of itself is, is really
0: cool. Well, what are you doing with that data though? Because that's all data yeah. and if you take a look at swaths of it, so let's say for instance you're you're looking for engineers, yeah. um, developers, doesn't matter. You're having specific types of conversations with that 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 community. Can right. you pretty much just take that from a machine learning standpoint and, and start to actually create better processes for the interview?
2: Yeah, you nailed it. You have, you have, a, you have a few different things that feed into this. You have, understanding what the the role is that they're being recruited for, so that kind of neurospace, space. You have the transcript. Um, You have uh, decisions that might have been made, right? So I think we're, you know, uh, imagine an expression of this technology where, um, because you're real-time scoring the questions and answers, like you can put the thumbs up and thumbs downs in, and now you can start to generate like, hey, based off your scoring of Lisa, you know, you might also think about Sally, right? And so that that's exactly the type of opportunity that we have and that we're really excited about right now. When you look at that data, now let's take it a step further. So now imagine um, you're tied into the HRIS of a system, and now you could actually look at the efficacy of a question with regard to people's first year performance reviews. If you have enough data on this side and enough data on this side, right? So that's where things get really really interesting and. The thing that, that let's call it text chat, any vehicle that's not the traditional phone call, yeah. for 140 hundred and four years we've been having phone calls and losing every bit of data to the ether, right? Mm-hmm. Right? I mean literally, just think about it. It's it's it would be sad to think about the trillions of bits of data mm-hmm. that have just been turned into, hey salary's great, you really ought to interview her. Right. Like right. that entire thirty-minute phone call, salary is great, right. you really ought to interview
0: her, right? And 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 the world when you think about platforms. Mm-hmm. Right, it's very, very different. So let me connect the dots with that real quick. So you're talking about the HRIS system. You're talking about actually having this data to to demonstrate um, that the retention of certain high high performers, retention, I mean, a lot of this data could actually be tied back prospectively, hopefully, uh, to to the interview. Yeah,
2: and I think retention, that's probably a whole other podcast conversation about the merits of retention or not. Not,
1: um, We got all day. Yeah, we got all day. (laughs) But yes, Chad I, I, and I have you know, nothing I think,
2: else to do. I think that's what's really interesting. And like, <laughs> like here's the thing: like, it, it, you know,
1: th- there should
2: be many companies working on solving this problem, yeah. right? and, we, and we should expect that. And um, and I think that's why it's it's so darn interesting. And you know, when you think about what are, what are you really? doing, You've taken decades of what I call lost data, just lost data, right? And now finally, companies are emerging. You know, uh, with step one. How do we capture the conversation, right? But text is a maybe I'd argue the best vehicle to do this with right now, right? Uh, those vehicles will evolve, and there'll be more channels where this is really, really interesting, right? And you know, you got companies starting with from every different companies that start a video first, some start a of text first. All of this is going to be required to get to that end game that I think people, you know, get excited about, right? Or maybe for the first time ever, we actually have meaningful insights in the world of talent, you know?
1: So, so you've you mentioned twice, a little bit of deep data and, and yeah. all that. So to me, this says, this is more than just a text communication company. Sure, yeah. um, Talk a little bit about your investors, because particularly from an Indiana Hoosier perspective, you have some really interesting investors from that side. What vision did you sell to them which I'm sure included this data play and, and I guess what's after this and text and moving forward. Well, I hate I know. talking
2: about it, uh, Joel, but I will. And I, <laughs> I, I, in fact, I think this is the first time. I,
0: I don't I, believe I, you.
1: Oh, no, I do, I think
2: this might be the first time we've actually talked about the, the uh, you know, Capture the World's Interview Information, I and mean, that was in the original thesis, right? Nah. So, um, So our investors are phenomenal, we've got um, you know Brett Flincham who just exited uh, the company he was at to Cisco out in Silicon Valley. Um, some of the first people I pitched it to were the previous head of talent at Airbnb, Elon Musk, previous head of talent at SpaceX, and then Todd Richardson, the previous head of talent at Salesforce Marketing Cloud, Exact Target. They all asked to invest and advise on the spot. Mm-hmm. So that this is like when I have like a slide that talked about these yeah. things. And so, <laughs> Cum-
1: Cummins uh, as well. Tom meant, yeah, Tom Linberger, CEO yeah.
2: of Cummins, is uh, our. Uh, Ooh, go Columbus! Yeah, exactly. He's uh, our. Uh, uh, a board member with me and Jared on the on the, on the company and an investor, uh, one of the founders of The Finish Line, um, you know, so just a, a great cadre uh, of investors. And so we're very, very excited about, you know, their belief in what we were set out to do. And you know, what was great is so many of our investors have, you know, a business scaling background and, you know, I think no matter what demographic they were, in, they all kind of solve the problem, right? They all could relate to that. Do you ever recruit a walk over to you and say, hey, you should, you know, talked to Sally. It was great. All what right. is great man, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. And so they they all kind of uh, um, you know had similar experiences and saw how they were communicating with their kids or their, their loved ones and peers and saw saw the opportunity. So uh, so yeah, great great group of investors that we're, we're you know we're really excited about and uh, um, you know I think the, as you know the market's wide open in this space and we're excited to go. So the vision
1: you sold to them.
2: Yeah, exactly. Outside, right? okay. it's, it's the data story, right? So okay. That that's the. That's the, the the real piece. And uh, you know, and the, the thing about machine learning is really hard to do without data, right? I mean, it's really, it's like nearly impossible. And I, so,
0: think I would say it was yeah, impossible. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's
2: impossible. <laughs> and so I think if you think about what we're doing, you know, you'll see that we don't oversell anywhere this concept of, of, you know, automating your job or machine learning, and what we wanted to do is just to create these moments behind the scenes. So when you're using our software, you know, it's less about, you know, you know, selling you the process or the specs, but selling you the experience as a recruiter. You know Our NPS score is through the roof. I mean, through the roof. It's, uh, it's big, uh, uh, yeah, firmly in world-class category. From, and we have automated NPS score that comes in through our system. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's because you know, we're putting the focus on the experience. It's beautiful software, it functions, it scales, it works well, it creates these delightful moments for you behind the scenes. Um, and I think our r- recruiters are really appreciating that. The thing I don't want to get lost on this either is just the the appreciation from candidates, right? So candidates, um, it's been awesome, we've had hearing candidates write in saying, this has changed my life, like that I can actually have an intelligent conversation around an opportunity without having to get on the phone. Chad
1: hates talking about disability yeah. And, yeah.
2: Yeah, and, and yeah,
0: Yeah, but, but these are real stories, <laughs> I, right? I um, don't. My wife, actually. She, she uh, yeah, the great. other thing I
2: mentioned is uh, for as much as, you know, you don't see us focus, overly focusing on this millennial story. Yeah. You know, here's another a, a massive, a massive example here is we have people writing into our employers that use the software saying, you know, gosh, thanks so much. You know, I'm a welder in a rural midwestern town, mm-hmm. and I'm sick of going to the library to have to go figure out if I'm going to make sense for you. And the fact that I could do this in my noisy manufacturing facility um, during a break and, and go through a text read and then just further text engagement, mm-hmm. like when's the interview, yeah. without having to find a way to get on a phone or get to the library, it's a total game changer. And so we use this term um, that you're allowed to punch me for. But like just dem- it helps democratize employment opportunities in so many different ways, right? Because what do you fundamentally do with the text is you're reducing the friction and the barrier to entry for the company to candidate to engage and i think that's what's you know really compelling about it and we've always believed that the use case was beyond millennials and it's certainly proven to be true uh and we knew that just even from our cha-cha days like we knew like this whole like somehow only 25 year olds are the ones texting was was not accurate right i mean it's just completely inaccurate and so um uh, and that's that is a bit of education we have to do the other thing people are confused about is. Um, they, they don't understand demographics, so they'll, they'll, they'll think millennials are, like, the people graduating college, and, yeah. and like, millennials are, like, they're nearly 40 now. I mean, they're getting, yeah. you know, they're in the mid-30s now, right? I yeah. mean, these are people with families and homes, and they're driving Honda Accords. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, you know, everyone needs to relax on the millennials.
0: This sponsorship brought to you by Honda. Yeah, yeah. yeah by Honda. By Honda uh, yeah. So that being said, as yeah. he as he pushed all the diversity stuff out there, I was getting on my, my soapbox. So you're actually showing me that yeah. there's some... some, some Diversity aspect totally. of uh, of the actual platform there itself. Is, yeah. Talk a little bit about that because that is important today. Is, yeah. When we're starting to talk about trying to uh, be more diverse, but we've got all these biases that are already built into us, yeah. right? How 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 does Canvas help with that? Yeah,
2: look, we're trying to you know we're trying to uh, make a dent in that problem mm-hmm. by you know, what we call candidate de-identification, right? So you can we can literally click one button. It de-identifies the transcript, right? Uh, uh, really what does that mean? Uh, what so does really de-identify? Gender, mean? race, nationality, okay. those types of things. Cool. Even to the degree, you know, if you said, you know, can you tell me about your leadership experience, and I say, oh yeah, cool, you know, I was captain of my football team, it actually knows to adapt the word football or softball <laughs> for the other gender tell. So it, it's a pretty slick system. We, all, we also do the same for, for resumes, right? And so now imagine sending the payload to a hiring manager where it's this de identified transcript, uh-huh. a de identified resume, and, and make it, a, you know, let's make a maybe, perhaps, a less biased decision about who gets an opportunity for a hiring manager. Because yeah. what I believe, and I think the data really tells the story, is that bias, it you know, happens unconsciously. We all have it. Uh, and we're more prone to look past it if we're in the same room together. Yeah. You know, Like, you don't know if Amin Braar. Uh, has a thick accent and it's a skinny Indian guy versus the large loud uh, American accented Indian guy I have and tell him in the room with you right but like Like, I think a lot of those we just we think we can help get people on base and and from there man you still got to run around so we've got to run around the bases and, and, get, and get the work done. But I do think there's an opportunity to reduce bias at that very top of the phone. I honestly do. So.
1: Something happened in the news recently. You may have heard it. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> no, uh, I doubt it. Uh, yeah. ISIM's a, a pretty well-known, long-standing uh, ATS yeah, in the industry. Yeah. Uh, recently acquired TextRecruit, which yeah. I assume would be a competitor um, of yours. For sure, yeah. uh, thoughts on that? Is it going to be a thing? We also saw JobAlign. Uh, launch sort of their messaging texting service like uh, what are your thoughts on yeah well on hey, you know uh, uh,
2: cheers to the text Recruit team I think it's uh, you know exciting for them and iSIMS and, you know we've got clients on the iSIMS platform just like we do on, on many many platforms and so I think you know we're looking forward to a heterogeneous universe whether you know uh, ATS is aligned with a single player or not but I think if you really look at where the markets going for ATS if you're doing it right, you're thinking about marketplaces, right? And, and if you want to service your clients, you're thinking about, you know, servicing them, you know, across a broad need, and broad set of technologies. So I'm very bullish on the ecosystem continuing to learn, uh, and I hope ISIMS takes that approach. We'll, we'll see. Um, I told our investors from day one, you, should, you know, not only you shouldn't expect 10 competitors in the next uh, uh, five years, you should, you should expect 1,000, right? So I think, you know, we've been ready and excited about competition is why, you know, we built a product that was just so deep, you know, from the get-go because we wanted to make sure we had that, you know, technical mode, that data mode that we're starting to build. So, um, you know, I think the competition's good for the space. I mean, quite frankly, if you think that we're anywhere near market penetration, you're super confused about about where. what people ask me all the time, like you know, you know uh, what happens when you and, and TextRecruit run into each other out of account? I'm like, well, okay, the, the three times that's happened. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, I mean, I, look, I'm super happy for them. I think it's great. I mean, I think it yeah. takes, uh, you know, it takes um, just like with cloud computing, you don't want to be the only cloud computing company, right? Yeah. Like you want to go yeah. create categories and work through, um, uh, what I what I believe is an, an undeniable, inevitable change sure. that will change the way validation we that's, too, that, that's right? Exactly right? Yeah, validation. And,
1: and how many phone calls from ATSs have you fielded since the news landed about <laughs> TechTrigger? Lot, lots
2: of phone calls previous <laughs> to, previous to uh, the the acquisition, and uh, you know, I think if you're it, 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 here's what's probably happened with ATS ATSs. I think it's it's validated mm. the need across the the client base, and so you know, it, and, and you know, to the uh, credit of the uh, the ATS providers. We found the majority of them to be, they were friendly pre that and they continue to be friendly, if yeah. not friendlier after that. Mm-hmm. So um, especially like the, the modern ATSs, honestly they've been a, a pleasure to work with. I mean if they get the marketplace economy, yeah. they get yeah. the open environment, um, you know I think some of the legacy ones can be a little more challenging, but not impossible, it's just they got, you know.
1: That's um, a really nice way yeah. to say
2: yeah. that. Legacy.
0: They, yeah. yeah.
2: Those assholes. A little more uh, daunting at times because there's just uh, you know instead of two people to approve it, there's oh, yeah. 600. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, but we're, oh, we're, yeah. we're, what even there, you know, it's it's just time. It's not nose You know. Yeah. And, um, but so I think, um, look, I think you you summarized it well. It's good validation for the space.
0: So so we are, and, and he's talking about us being in in, in Hoosier land. Um, we're a couple of Buckeyes, just so everybody knows that. Um, but 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 why Indy? I mean, you talked about you know going to Silicon Valley, and, and, and why
1: the Midwest? Yeah, I why think the Midwest? Well, yeah, why
0: the Midwest? I mean, you know, you you could have gone anywhere, I mean, even though you have they may here be no, they're not leaving. So you ready to Shut commit up. to Indy for the Shut next yes, 10 years? That's what we're trying to do, I got a tweet on the record.
2: No, yeah. no kidding. From a few days ago, You yeah. know, uh, where a VC uh, had asked us if we'd consider moving the company, and we we're like, you know, no, we, we don't want to move it. Um, and then uh, the second question was, well, you know, what about talent? I said, look, I, you know, that's that's not a concern either. So we feel yeah. really, really good about, about both those. So listen, you, know, it, it's hard to ask the guy. Push the
1: it's another no, it's good.
2: You're good. You know, it's hard to ask the team that just scaled and sold a business for $40 million if you can be successful in Indianapolis. Do you, do you know what I mean? So yeah. I feel like yeah. like we, we did it with some really intense technology hiring people that didn't exist, right? AWS engineers and Azure engineers and so forth. So oh, yeah. I, I mean, like we, we can do it here and many companies have proven that you can. Um, and in some ways, you know, it's a market advantage for us like what we've been able to do with the capital. You know, versus uh, you know our startup peers in other parts yeah. of the, the globe is, is pretty phenomenal, and I think you know it, it, the, the name brains in BC right, are absolutely you know monitoring, talking to us from both coasts, and I feel like you know what else needs to be said? Like we're doing just fine here; mm-hmm. people aren't overlooking us. Uh, you, the occasional question would you consider moving the company but mm-hmm. it's not even positioned as a um, as a ultimatum it's like would you consider it like no okay cool we're just curious and then you move yeah. on right Wait. so
0: well when you, do, do you tell them hey i'm, I'm looking at salesforce tower yeah, right? yeah, yeah exactly no we're okay so, so yeah no, i think good. yeah you know i think um, i think we're okay here with and, and, and
2: it'll get I, i've lived in both right and, mm-hmm. and, and, and if you're gonna ask me is there something special with silicon valley the answer is yes it's amazing right it's a very special place but I do also believe that you know uh, and it sounds cheesy, but for the U.S. to to be what we need it to be, like it takes gonna sort of take more than Silicon Valley. And mm-hmm. you know, um, I left for a reason. I mean, honestly, I did not know what I was going to do here when I graduated college, and I, I really uh, kind of yearned and wanted to be in Silicon Valley. And then when I came back I'd say, you know, I happily stay here for good reasons now. Like I, I'm very committed to, to moving the economy forward here, and and I hope it's not just Indy, but I hope it's the Columbuses and the and the Clevelands and the St. Louises because I think that's what it's going to take. And and with with the advent of... Virtualization and cloud computing and, and the way you can build technology you now, like it doesn't it, it's not as um, geocentric anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, like you don't even
1: know where your servers are, like you'll be okay. You'll yeah, be okay yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, where's your su- server yeah, from? Huh? Yeah, yeah. What?
1: So the, the last thing I have is um, I'm curious about what's next. Yeah. And and I think voice assistants are interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, what are your opinions on maybe that as well as what's next? Is, is there anything after text messaging? Is it just brain waves after that?
2: <laughs> or?
0: Um
2: well, you saw the VR kit in the other room. So yeah, That's true. Talk, I don't want to talk too much yeah. about that. He but, loves uh, VR. Um, don't
0: talk to him about VR. Jesus. Um, but so I, you know, so I, think, I think, you
2: know, uh, if we talk about the meta level not revealing too much, I think we're super interested in just kind of where communication is heading and how the connections happen between, between, um, you know, people. And I think, um, you know, you have a very accurate view of how to understand Canvas uh, through the arc of time, right? I think, you know, if you view it as a text company, um, I'm great with that because we, we want that right now. We want people to understand how to communicate with candidates. Um, but I think the view of, uh, I think this, the story is going to become more clear um, over the next few years as we as we launch what we have kind of in our pipeline. I think as an ecosystem, you're going to continue to see, you know, a push around data, right? You're gonna continue to, I think you're going to see this movement that I'm really excited. About. I, I really hope that we play a part in this among other players, but I think the movement of re- recruiters really understanding and functioning like marketers I think that's yeah. a real opportunity mm-hmm. um, uh, versus the traditional where it was more it was a, it was like a expression of salesmanship. I actually think it's going to become an expression of of marketing work, right? Where you're thinking about the one to many the brand, the, yeah, yeah, right, across every not just Texas, but in every way that we think mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. I will say, I think companies are woefully behind when it mm-hmm. comes to employment branding and experience. <laughs> and I mean, it's it's, it's don't it's, even get yeah, me started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, that's so I think there's so much opportunity, and I think you know there's going to be just like we've seen with with sales and marketing technology over the last ten years. Mm-hmm. I think. You know, I think we're at like chapter one of what's gonna be, you know, I think a renaissance and really smart people and smart capital entering the space to go try to solve some really cool problems. And and, and I think the focus has to be with this particular buyer that you can't, you can't just drop it. It's gotta be, like, how are you gonna get the buyer there? How are you gonna make a difference with the HR professionals to get them to move down this continuum? Because it's gonna take, I think, a, a, a different kind of work, right? You've asked these folks to manage process and policy. And now all of a sudden you're saying, no, no, never mind, we need you to be marketing and innovators right in the space. I mean come yeah. on, like that that's not that's not the easiest transition to make. Oh, and by the way, no, no, you still have to be responsible for risk management and policy as well. Right? It's a really it's like two jobs in one, right? And I think that we, we should be sensitive to that as we go try to deploy new things in their world and by analogy with understanding IT, same thing, right? CIO, hey, we need you to be super innovative. Drive like massive revolutions for our clients, and uh, please have no security issues and be patched and everything else. Right? I mean, it's these folks are asked to do impossible things, and you have to really understand, you know, how to go work with them. I think so.
1: that's why one day robots will just hire robots, exactly. and we'll have our VR systems yes. on all day. It'd be like
0: wall Yeah, like wall we'll Sure, it will. We'll just well, well, drive something around something.
1: in cars. I really. They'll feed us.
2: And they'll they'll feed. Here's something I think about. We'll a be lot. happy. What 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 does immigration mean when it just feels like we're working together? If you were in in Sweden right now and I was here, like, what does that start to mean? You know, it's going to be really fascinating to see how we adapt to work like this, and what does it mean uh, to worry about visas and have you know the limitation on only a certain number. I mean, it's really—I don't think we really understand just how much the concept of what it means to go to work is gonna change over the next 20 years, right? And how our traditional structures are gonna be absolutely called into question. Just like this structure, I mean, one of the things I I say about Canvas is, okay, it's fine to say texting is weird, but you know what else is super weird? Two people that are strangers talking on the phone intimately. (laughs) That's super weird, right? So like, I don't know which one's actually weirder. Where else do you do that in your life? Nowhere, okay, but what recruiter's gonna keep doing it? That's not gonna last,
1: right? So buy your Bitcoins now, kids. (laughs) Buy them now.
0: Buy them now. Cryptocurrency's going fast. Amon, yeah, thank you for your time.
1: Uh, it's been a pleasure. Uh, we've we've outstayed our welcome, I think. Uh, they're marshalling us towards the exit. So uh, <laughs> we will bid you adieu and thank you for your time. We
2: shut down at 4 a.m., so yeah, you got to go real fast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, so Excellent. Yes.
0: Okay, 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 okay. Before we go, remember when I asked you about the whole reflex and check your text messages thing? Yeah, you know all about reflexes.
1: Uh, and then I br- <laughs> brilliantly tied it to text messages, 97% open rate, then I elegantly, elegantly (laughs) tied it to a better experience for your
0: candidates. (laughs) Don't laugh, Chad. I can be elegant. Can't I? Whatever, man. I know it's redundant. You already heard about text to hire, but you're still not using text to hire from Next. What? I, I know, man. Come on, man. Since advertising takes repetition to soak in. I just thought I'd remind you again, this was all by Elegant Design. It's all about text to hire and it's all about next. And Elegant Design. So go to chadcheese.com, click on
1: the next logo and get 25, yeah, I said 25% off your first text to hire campaign. Engage better, use text to hire from next. Two X's.
0: Booyah. This has been the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single show. And check out our sponsors because they make it all possible. For more, visit HireDaily.com. Oh, and you're welcome. Thanks to our partners at TA Tech, the Association for Talent Acquisition Solutions. Remember to visit tatech.org.